Warning, if you are faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. It, I don't know. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but Max you... Payne originated from the video game, and they own the rights to their Max Payne version of it. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. To okay. theirs. Got it. And But what you're saying, tell us how the Max Payne thing happened, how it came into play, and how we adopted it with you. So I've been using Max Payne for many years from the home game side before I ever got to the... Mm-hmm. Thir- because people would want to run it twice. I'm like, fuck that. We're not running it twice. Look, you play poker. I want to see some Max Payne. And so we're only going to run it once. And so whenever we'd play home games and I was at the table, that was just my rule. If you want me to play at your game, we're going to run it one time. Somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. And then when the uh, card houses and the live streams started coming around, you know, everybody knew me from that. And so I watched a lodge live stream. And at one night, there was eight different times that people ran it twice and every time was chopped. So finally... I just started super chatting left and right. And I'm like, this is bullshit. We don't tune in for five hours to watch people chop. We want to see somebody get hurt. We want to see somebody get up from the table disgusted. We want to see those people who buy in for like $10,000. They fire one bullet. They leave disgusted. That makes us feel happy. And I hate to say that, but pain (laughs) does make us feel happy. Well, yeah, the chat, the chat pros, they love blood. Yes. So... Welcome to the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci, and I am here with the infamous DQ. DQ, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. Looking sharp. You Thank got you. the got the hat on, the glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, are, are, uh, what was that fellow's name back in the day? Uh, Coit. Uh, what was the guy's name? Coit Corkins. Yeah, Corkins. Are you the new Corkins? I don't know. I like that guy. That guy was epic. I used yeah. to watch him all Coit, the time. Coit Corkins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, he was, we got uh, our, we he got was our a gentleman. Yeah, he absolutely. Was. I'm just the, the the newer version for the kids that didn't know who he was before. Yeah. Well, I don't have a lot of personal questions for you. You're from Texas. I am. You are uh, a resident of the Lodge. I am. Ish, right? Is yeah. My home. Place. That's your home base. Yep. And um, tell the people where do you does anyone know your real name? No. We're going to keep it that way. Yeah. The only people, yeah. The only people that know my real name are the places where I have to wire money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so DQ stands for what? Dairy queen. And why? Um, actually this is kind of an interesting story. All right. So I tell people all the time, no one ever believes me. They say, what do you do? I say, I work for dairy queen. It's an art form to learn how to drop those fries and flip the burgers. I mean, it took me years to yeah, that. Yeah, um, But the reality was, was that when I started playing home games, way before there was ever, you know, um, card houses or places that was doing live poker like you were doing on stream and stuff like that, everybody was playing all these home games. And I was making a lot of money, mm-hmm. and I was driving a really nice sports car. Yeah. And all of a sudden, people started playing me differently because they recognized I could lose the money. And uh-huh. so they were playing hands they never did. And I was like, all right, so I don't like this. I need to come back and reinvent myself. So I came back. And uh, when I came back, like six months later, I told everyone I worked for a clay chip factory. And that's all I did. I helped process making the clay chips. And I had all this information about it. And then like several months later, somebody brought a friend. That guy actually worked at a clay chip factory and just called, called bullshit you out. right there in front of everybody. It was so embarrassing. And then at the same time, um, you got a lot of waitresses that work these games. And sometimes the waitresses, they are a little... You're going to uh, call them waitresses, huh? Yeah, okay, sure. I'm with you. Yeah, sure. yeah. And they're they're a little interested in money. We'll just say that. Yeah. And so time, I'm sitting there. I'm married. 
and I didn't want the attention or anything like that. So I took a break and I already had to reinvent myself because they already called me out from being a clay chip guy. Right. So I went to somebody else's house and I said, listen, when I go over here and people ask what I do, I'm just going to make something up and go with it. He says, so what do you do? I go, I work at Dairy Queen. They go, you work at right. Dairy Queen? Yeah, I just work at Dairy Queen. That's it. And you know, back then you only play like one, three games, right? So that's not really far fetched to think that. Sure. Well, you know, no one was paying attention to the $120,000 Mercedes convertible I had outside. Yeah. All they heard was, oh, you work at Dairy Queen. Yeah. Anti-waitress magnet. Anti. Oh, anti. That's oh, right. That's right. Yeah. They don't want anyone no. that's just doing the soft serve thing. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. No, yeah. they, they don't oh. want the soft serve. Oh, as soon as they knew no. that, they, they were gone. Done. Which was good. That's yeah. what you wanted. It's 100% right. That's what my wife wanted. So that was, that was a very good thing that I did. Yeah. And then it just kind of stuck with me. And so from that point forward, anybody that ever came in, they asked me what I did. I just said I worked for Dairy Queen. And I've done the same thing. I drop fries, I flip burgers, and I make blizzards. I've been doing that now for 15, 16 years. You're making, yeah. And then the game runners and stuff would put me in their phones as DQ James. And then whenever somebody said, he doesn't really work for Dairy Queen, they would show their phones and go, yeah, see, look, DQ, Dairy Queen. And it's just That's stuck. That's it, yeah. And you know how it is. Once you get a poker nickname, you you can't get rid of your oh, poker tell nickname. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. You got to lean in. It you got to lean heavy in. <laughs> Well, let's before we get to what we did yesterday, let's yeah. let's let's go right there. They'll like that. So, I didn't really know who you were, right. and and for, and the reason is is because and this sounds crazy, but like I didn't, you know, I knew of the lodge. I didn't really watch that much, and that's not a troll. It's just I just hadn't. I think they're amazing. Their launch is great. All that. Um, so I wasn't like privy to exactly who you were, and you're known for going into chats and maybe uh, kicking up some dust. Yeah, pretty much. And donating lots of money to Super Chats. Lots of money. Yeah. And so I was home and <laughs> I was watching the show and I saw like a Super Chat from you for like a hundred bucks yeah. and you fucking laid me out. Like you were like, how in the world does this guy even get in his own, you know, blah, 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 knit, Tuji. And I can't remember. I think... I DM'd you. You can refresh me. And I said, I don't know who you think you are, you dickhead, but you're not going to come into my chat for a hundred bucks and start, you know, whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, you remember yeah. that, but was yeah, that, you're, was you're, it like that? It was pretty much like that. I had already agreed. Refresh to come, me if it was different. I had already I agreed remember. to come on the show. We'll go back to why I came on the show, but I already agreed to come on the show and I was talking with Ryan. I did this. And so when I go in the chats, you know, I'm, I'm a chat pro, right? So I'm sitting here <laughs> yeah. following the line of thing else. You were being you, right? You were playing tight conservative poker <laughs> on a live stream and and you know you were just fucking sucking man i mean you were just fucking folding good hands yeah, and aces everything. and i'm like what the fuck is going on so i finally super chatted like everybody was and it was something thing i was trolling you and i was just like who the fuck lets this guy on but it was a heavy troll it was a very it was over the troll. top troll it, it wasn't just like it wasn't Tucci. over the top it was a troll for chat bros right so when right. i did it the chat people just loved it they were like oh my god that's great and then the very next day later, I didn't get a DM from you. I got a text message from How did you. I, I got, you got my number? number from Ryan. Ryan, oh. And you sent me a text message and you said, look, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, <laughs> but no dick like you is going to be coming on my show after trolling me like that. I don't know who the fuck you think you are. And so I immediately started telling Ryan, I go, Ryan, holy shit, dude. I'm just fucking around. Let's like jab bro shit. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. dude, Nick's like legitimately 
pissed. Yeah. And you were until we, we finally spoke about it. Well, you it. even went to Doug and you said, hey, what do you think about this? Like, And he's like, well, do you know him? And you're like, no. Nope. And he's like, might have been a little too yeah. much, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> It wasn't that it's over the top, but it was really targeted. Like it was, it was super chat. It was in color. It was a hundred bucks, and you didn't really hold any punches, no. right? Which, to be honest with you, and, and again, I only take two seconds on this. That was a while ago. If honestly, oh, yeah. no bullshit. If you'd have done that today, I may have, I may have had, cocked my head at you, and maybe like had a little thing inside, but. That stuff doesn't bother me anymore. But it was like, man, who th this guy thinks he's going to come onto my show, donate a hundred bucks, and then this is the type of shit, you know? So, yeah, that was pretty fun. I, I, and I've been known for my super chats for, for in Texas <laughs> Dude, and every place I, else. You're lucky. You you're lucky. You got a few bucks, or you go broke on these super chats. Like yeah. you're donating a shitload I of money. I donated an entire ton of money. Even though, yes, I know 30, 40% goes to YouTube. I didn't care. When I first started doing it, it was because of all the commentators in Texas who were doing this. They weren't making a lot of money. So I started super chatting to help give them like tips like you would anything else. And then I was encouraging other people to start super chatting. Yeah. And then I would get in like these wars with people over super chatting is like who could super chat the most. And before you know it, you go in a night and you get a thousand, fifteen, two hundred, I mean, two thousand dollars in super chats. Oh my God. And that's a ton of money. It is, especially if you keep going into these damn things. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you got you got people going back and forth, et cetera. And of course, you know, that of course endears you to all the commentators when you give them money. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They love it. They love it. And they read it. Yes. And when I first started doing it for you guys, and then I reached out to uh, DJF and I'm like, hey, you know, you, you know, you appreciate the super chats. And he's like, yeah, we don't see any of that money. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, no, we don't see any of that money. So I immediately texted Ryan. I go, hey, Ryan, just so you know, every other place gives the money back to the production team. And he's like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because no one had ever done the Super Chats before. You're right. And so then he's like, okay. And he immediately changed it. Right. And then once he changed it, then all of a sudden, Raver and Billy yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah Super yeah. Chats, let's go. Yeah. We were, we were, you know, we were new to this. Yeah. 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 Somebody be so new, but yet be the, uh, the, the monsters of, of Well, that just, yeah. Sometimes that just happens, you know. We talked about it a little while ago, how that happened. And I gave you the 411. Um, how did you get into poker? Where'd that come from? Like, how are you here? You know, actually, I started playing poker when I was really young, like my, my dad and my brother, right? You just yeah. play a little nickel-dime quarter, had a good time. Then as I started getting older and I was a, a waiter, um, we would take our tips and we'd start playing um, mm. after the night. Yeah. And, and I started winning money and so forth. And then as I got older, had a job, people started having like little fun, friendly home games, right? You'd have eight people, nine people come in. You'd do like a little sit and go for 20 bucks and you'd play some cards. Started doing that. Then got into the big home game circuits in, in yeah. town. Played those for 15 years, playing mm -hmm. all the big home games. And then COVID introduced me to card houses when we came out of COVID. Oh. And then when I was there, um, I walked into a card house for the very first time. People, Which one? Um, Rounders in San Antonio. Hmm. My favorite place uh, to go to. And uh, went there to Rounders. And um, I just said, hey, I, I'd like to play a game. Um, do you all have like any 5, 10 games? And they said, No. And they said, but we'll, we'll put a list together. And my name was on the list. It says DQ. That's it. Took 30 minutes and the entire game was filled. Oh, nice. And people, oh, yeah, they, yeah. Because people knew who I yum, was. Yum, yum, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. And they came in and I destroyed the game. And somebody said, hey, let's, you want to do it again next week? So we started doing it. Well, then I met um, several people um, who play cards regularly. Um, and those sons of bitches don't reach out via text messages. They only reach out via Instagram. And that's all they do. And I'm just like, so I had to start an Instagram account. I didn't know how to do it. SETI the Poker Traveler helps me set up all this stuff. 
And then SETI was one of the guys who helped me find out about what live streams were. And at the time, it was TCH in Austin. It was The Lodge. It was TCH in Dallas and places like yeah. that. And somebody said, hey, you'd be fun. And yeah. I went up there one time. And I think the, the second time I was there was with Brad Owens and Andrew Nimi. And it just kind of took off. From were me. you hooked? Yeah, I was hooked. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so... Speaking of that, so so the lodge is, is is your home base. We'll get to that in a second. Um, you've it, it's a it must just be. I don't want to say it's a hobby, but you must really get off on donking money. And here's what I mean by that. I know yeah. you know how to play, but the reason I say is because like yesterday we'll get to our meetup game because that's just a fun little thing. But even in bigger games. You're often known to play your hand blind till the river. Yeah. It's probably not optimal. Uh, no. You, you would agree? It's a, it's yeah. 100% losing strategy. And you are so preoccupied, which is great for a show. <laughs> you are so preoccupied with winning the VPIP stat. You don't give two thing. shits if you leave with a win. <laughs> That's correct. You want the title of the v, of the VPIP. And so, like... That people have got to love you like uh, way more than they would like someone like me. I get it. But like, what's the thinking? Because I can't even process not wanting to go in there and try to win. I mean, look, obviously there's got to be a little bit of narcissistic t tendencies there Something. to want to have the attention or whatever else. But you know what it was, was that when I was watching the live streams and I was watching the good quality players, um, you know, play like crap, play like a bunch of nits. Um, we're just going to call them nits for now. Um, yeah, sure. we'll table yeah, for no, you guys. Let's it, wasn't, it. it wasn't fun. We're friends now. Yeah, I won't yeah. kick you out. It wasn't fun. Yeah. And so, and then I would watch people play. And when the first time I saw DJF play, I saw Ludacris play. And I was just like, okay, these are people that I like to play with. And I like to have a good time. And yeah. so I wanted to do something different than everybody else was doing. And the funny thing is, is that I've begged every fucking live stream to just eliminate the VPIP altogether. Just eliminate it. Oh, just get rid of the stat. Get rid of the whole stat. Don't ever do it. Don't ever put it up. And if you did it, then I would feel more comfortable folding hands. I would feel more comfortable playing. Why do you think they put it up? Why, why does that stat matter? Because they want punters like me to come on. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, know. they could. we could keep the stat private well, you could. and still have the stat. Oh, absolutely. But then the people wouldn't be able to troll. They love that. Right. Yeah. They, no, they I get it. I'm just asking what I yeah. already know. Yeah. And then they, they love to troll the people that get 18% or 14% yeah. or whatever else. Oh, oh. Those guys are idiots. Right. And so yeah. then it, it's not even enough because now if you call, but then you fold, they're like, well, you didn't really have that VPIP anyways. You were just calling for the VPIPs or whatever. Right, else. right. Well, we have to because otherwise you troll the shit out of us. Yeah. So, yes. but, and you lean heavy, I do. heavy into that. I do. Um, okay. Let's talk about yesterday. So, because I have a lot of podcasts that are in kind of the, in the tank, which like I have a lot to drop, I usually record them and then I have them. So, for right. everybody, it's Monday, February 27th. And yesterday on the 26th, uh, Hustler, we had a meetup game. Epic. And it, yeah, it was probably the most epic meetup game ever anywhere. We broke massive records. We had 25 to 30 tables full with people waiting. Um, we had a DJ, DJ Washburn. So the music was pumping. Uh, people were drinking. It was literally a party with 30 poker tables. For over seven hours. For seven hours. Yeah. It was insane. Literally, I've had people DMing me and told me yesterday, it literally was one of the most fun times that they had in they can't remember and begging us to do it like every like month oh, and they're like no I, we can't no, yeah you can't, yeah, you no, can't. No. but but yeah and so tell me about that and 
you played almost all your hands blind? I did. So yeah. <laughs> as part of just the meetup and whatever else, because this is the same time that I was having my contest. So there was some notoriety around that. And I appreciate Hustler including me on the meetup yeah, game. We're going to talk that. about that. And um, and it was a lot of fun. But I, I have never experienced anything like it. I've been to meetup games. I've participated in meetup games. Um, but when you brought in the music with DJ Washburn, just spinning it and Raver coming in and helping out. And then you had so many people that people see and play on Hustler, show up to be a part of it. Mariano shows up. Francisco the Pro shows up. You got a lot of people who showed up to play with regular people yeah. at a small game. Well, it was supposed to be a small game. It was like a 2-3 game with a $500 max buy-in, and then I don't know what the hell broke out because like every table had thousands of yeah, dollars. Yeah, everyone's just like, do you care if I buy in for 2000 right. No, we don't care. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Oh, you mind if I buy in for 5 But it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was epic, and... Um, I had never seen anything like it. We had over 30 play over well over 30 players and staff of Hustler Casino Live and their players, like you mentioned, yep. there with one to two people of our staff or players sitting at tables playing with everybody. You, we, we were had, trying we were to rotate blast. people every 45 minutes and we yeah. ended up having like one or two people at every table just because we had so many people yeah. um, coming on to play. I personally chose to try to make it as epic of a time as I could for anybody who was at my table. So I played 100% of my hands blind. Um, and, um, uh, boy, I hurt a lot of people. For those of you who hurt, I'm sorry, but you guys knew what you were getting in when I came yeah, into. Yeah, isn't that sick? And then you other play people, blind and hurt anyone. Yeah, and then other times I paid a few car payments and stuff like that. Nice, so, you know, nice, it yeah. balanced itself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just spreading it around. I 100% was spreading it around and just having a great... I was going out to the outer tables because, like, we were in the inner part where everybody sees the hustler. Then you start going in the outer, and I turned around. Nick, every single table was full People were at the cage talking to the managers, kind of getting frustrated that they couldn't get in the game. The local people who come to play go, what do you mean I can't get a seat? Yeah. And the guy's looking around going, tell me where do you want Where one. do you want to sit? Yeah. People flew in. Tons of people flew in from other states. Oh, at, you, I don't know if you realize this, but at many of the tables, we had to go 10-handed. Yeah. Just to 10-handed to go accommodate. That's insane. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. There, to put it into perspective, there was a dance contest. <laughs> <laughs> There yes. was a dance contest. Yes, there was a dance contest. It was crazy. Contest. It was yes, a dance was. contest. I mean, this is a meetup game. Yeah, it should have just you should have just had Ronnie. Because when Ronnie showed up. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. my god, Ronnie showed he up. He was dancing at the ta his oh, own table the absolutely. whole time. Absolutely. He came in dancing, doing his glide and stuff. Yeah. With his big white fur. <laughs> he had a big white he was pimping it Ronnie out the pimp. big time. Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah. Yes. Nice. So tell us, uh, tell everybody that doesn't know about your first of all, uh, what the giveaway was. Yep. What you gave away. Yep what it constituted, and why did you pick Hustler? Sure. So the giveaway is basically, by the time everybody sees this, it's all going to have been done, completed, et cetera. Um, I really just wanted to give something back to the people who are in chatters, people who've, who constantly message me or talk and say, gosh, I would love one day to get where you are and play at one of the live streams, right? And so they kept talking about that over and over. So I thought, let me put away a giveaway. Let me put away a package, et cetera. I introduced this before to my friends at the Lodge. But because they were going through a reconstruction, they weren't interested. And that was back last summer. And so I kind of briefly brought it up to uh, DGAF. And he was like, dude, that would be epic. You should totally do it. And so then I started thinking about what I could do and kind of came up with the idea of I would like to give somebody the opportunity to come on Hustler and to play on Max Payne Monday. Because the, the rest of the days of the week is just, you know, you, you, they couldn't play. So if we did that, I would cover their airfare. Then I would cover their hotel. And then what I would do is I'd give them two $4,000 bullets. And so I presented this to Ryan and Ryan goes, no, we are not doing this. Why not? 
because, dude, with all the shit and scandal that we have, we can't have anything. And I said, well, A, um, I haven't asked Hustler for a single penny. B, I'm not making anything off yeah, of it. Yeah, why would he think that would be a no-no? That's just a giveaway. We're not... Well, because what he was worried about was that I was backing the players, and therefore I would You're be allowed to. Yeah, but, but he didn't want that because yeah. of everything going on. Oh, no, so I when, I, it, but... when I explained to him that it was a true free roll, he's like, well, what do you mean a free roll? I said, well, here's how it's going to work. They're going to get a $4,000 bullet. If they lose that $4,000 bullet, it's done, it's gone, I've just lost $4,000. Here's the second one. If they take that 4000 and they lose it, I've lost eight. But if they take it and spin it up to 10000 You get four back. I get the four back from the second bullet, and they get to keep the $6,000 profit. They get to keep everything. Yeah. And he goes, well, well, how much of that are you taking? I said, I'm not taking a damn penny. Yeah. And I said, I have no sponsors. I have no backers. This is just me, 100% out of my pocket. I wanted to give back to the chat pros. So... As we're, they as Ryan approved it, and then I started talking with Raver about it. Raver, appreciate you, jackass. Raver goes, you know, it wouldn't be epic if you gave it to one person. It would be epic if you gave it to two people. Oh, wow, that's how that so, happened. Yeah, so Raver gets all the credit for me giving it to two people, so that's what we did. And so we ended up um, going through Twitter as the main place because we hired a third-party company to run the contest. In other words, um, when we pick the winner, we don't pick it. It's a computer generated randomly drawn name and that's how it is but the twitter people in the company that we used they were able to find out like if you were trying to create 10 different fake accounts mm -hmm. and get entries in there they stopped it it was a scam and they weren't able oh, to so do they it. know how to monitor that 100 huh? percent. and we couldn't do that through instagram because instagram didn't have the capabilities which is why we were doing it on twitter hmm. and the funny thing is is you know how people love to troll i was getting trolled by all my fans on instagram and like, what the hell, DQ? I don't have a Twitter account. Isn't there any other way? And I go, let me get this straight. I'm about to give away $20,000 out of my pocket. And you're complaining about having to create a Twitter account that you could just delete a month later? And they're like, oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of a good, good point. point. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the, the total package is going to cost me about $20,000. I'm hoping that um, the guy that plays tonight, Ben Cooper, who's from Canada, um, who plays PLO, I'm hoping he's good and I don't lose my bullets. And and then we got equally as much people pissed because originally we said, look, you got to be a U.S. resident or at least not a resident, but live in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, I saw somebody push back about being pissed about something that said if right. you advertise something, it's not. What was that? So we, we originally, Raver and I came up with, you need to be inside the United States because this is getting closer to spring break and the plane tickets are really expensive. Hmm. But then as we put it out there, I got messages all over the place. I'm talking uh, probably 30 people from Canada, Scotland, England, uh, India. Um, I got it from just an amazing number of places. And everybody said, I've got my own money. I've got my own visa. I've got this. If I win, please let me buy my own plane ticket mm. just to play. And I went done. If you yeah, want to not, buy your right? own plane ticket and you want to come all the way from Dubai, three people from Dubai said, Hustler's my favorite show. I yeah. want to do this. So, and then you asked why I picked Hustler. Well, you know, I started off with my local because it's my local, right? And I didn't know how big it could possibly be until I started talking with Billy and Raver. And then when I realized it had the chance to have, you know, three, four, five hundred thousand views on it, well, you got to go to the biggest and the best, right? Yeah. There's just no one bigger. There's no one better. And, and the reality of it was when I started just like putting out feelers on Instagram, like unanimously, everybody said it's got to be at Hustler. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Makes sense. Oops. Uh, what, uh, are you going to do it again? So I talked to Billy and I said, you know, I don't even know what to do because I got, I got a lot of people who said this was epic. Like you don't, they go, you don't realize how epic of a giveaway this was. It's never been done before. Yeah. And I, I don't think of it that way. I just think of it as trying to help out two chat pro people. And so I told Billy, you know, well, how do you follow it up? Like, like, could you do another giveaway? What would it look like? Et cetera. And so I don't know. We'll go into the think tank. We'll think about yeah. it and see what we bye, can do. Bye here. 
Uh, did anyone else help you fund this or did you fund the whole thing? No, I'm still funding 100% the whole thing. You're funding it, okay. Not, not one penny from any person, any company, any yeah. organization. And it's going to cost nothing. you a 20 ball when it's all said and done? Yes, sir. That's good. And I mean, not good, but it's uh, that's a lot. Well, you know, so think about this. I now have a Twitter account, which I've never had. I've got Instagram. I have merchandise and stuff that I've been giving out forever. I don't monetize a single thing. I have no monetization on my accounts. I don't have a YouTube account that I monetize. The merchandise that I have, I've given away for free. I've never charged a penny to anybody. Yeah. And every time I give away merchandise, I take the cost and I give it to charity. How much merch did you give away yesterday at the meetup game? Uh, over $2,000. Wow. That's and I had cool. to pack a big-ass suitcase just to yeah, bring it to you. Yeah, you got rid of all of it, yeah? Oh, it was quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, you, when you go back and if you see footage, you're going to see Max Payne shit all over the place, right. as you should, because we provided a lot of Max Payne. Let's great. talk about Max Payne. There's yeah. been... Uh, there's been, I wouldn't say, well, it's not controversy, but I have heard, I don't remember the guys that did a sports podcast. They, I can't remember their names. And I apologize if you're watching. Uh, I was on their podcast once, which is even more embarrassing. And when I was on there, they told me that the Max Payne idea came from them. Now, right. Could it, be. I, mean, I don't know. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but Max you... Payne originated from the video game, and they own the rights to their Max Payne version of it. Oh, they do. <laughs> mm -hmm. to okay, theirs. got it. And but what you're saying, tell us how the Max Payne thing happened, how it came into play, and how we adopted it with you. So I've been using Max Payne for many years from the home game side before I ever got to the, mm -hmm. the third, because people would want to run it twice. I'm like, fuck that. We're not running it twice. Like you play poker, I want to see some Max Payne. And so we're only going to run it once. And so whenever we'd play home games and I was at the table, that was just my rule. If you want me to play at your game, we're going to run it one time. Somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. And then when the uh, card houses and the live streams started coming around, you know, everybody knew me from that. And so I watched a lodge live stream. And at one night there was eight different times that people ran it twice and every time was chopped. So finally I just started super chatting left and right. And I'm like, this is bullshit. We don't tune in for five hours to watch people chop. We want to see somebody get hurt. We want to see somebody right. get up from the table disgusted. We want to see those people who buy in for like $10,000. They fire one bullet. They leave disgusted. That makes us feel happy. And I hate to say that, <laughs> but pain does make us feel happy. Well, yeah, the chat, the chat pros, they love blood. Yes. So why would anybody want to show up to a fucking stream and watch a bunch of people chop it? Even though like if you're doing your Friday game, you got your biggest game out there and people are like, hey, you want to run it twice? No, fuck you. I turned into this till one o'clock in the morning. I want to watch somebody lose a $50,000, $100,000 pot. I yeah. don't want to see chopping. Yeah, no, totally. And nobody does. And I think the only reason that's allowed is because some of the players, uh, you know this, some of the yeah. players, especially when the pots become so bloated, yep. um, I, I think we allow it because, you know, what people don't understand is like, it's a show, it's entertainment, but these are, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of idiots out there that have trolled and said, is this real money? It's not real money. There's Shit. a couple dumb shits out there like real money. Prahlad Friedman who <laughs> trying to pitch that this is all fake money and that... You know, they're only playing a certain percentage of all of it for clicks and shows. Idiots, 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 yes. right? Okay. But with that said, you know, when you're running any private game, especially like a show and you're playing as big as we do, you probably know there, and I'm not going to mention any of their names, but there's a lot of names that if you go back a year ago that were favorites and they were favorites because of the VPIP stuff. They were favorites because of the crazy stuff but they're gone. Yes. And so there's attrition to players and host, they go into the hospital or they start to figure out, oh my God, like that's like too much on the regular. So we've never cock blocked the two times just because we would, we want to just give the players the opportunity to at least decide. I mean, but I, I get it. Well, you know, and I get that too. So people who don't, 
if you've never played on one of the live streams or you've never played it, you don't understand that. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And that was what was so cool about when you guys created your Max Payne Monday. That was awesome. People love it. Yeah. And so you had one night, y'all were already running the Monday show. Y'all were trying to think of a name for it. You put it out in the chatters. And um, several people, one in particular who went by the name of Snow Monkey, uh, went out and said, you should call it Max Payne Monday. Mm. Now, these are people, and, and then they voted on it, and, and it was they voted Max Payne Monday. But the people who voted on it when they went back and looked, these were all the people who'd been watching me at the lodge and TCH sure, and sure. everything else. And so the moment that you guys said, hey, we're going to do this, my Instagram DMs went through the roof. Yep. And one night I had like maybe 100 and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And people are like, I can't believe you're going to let them steal your name. I thought you said you got this thing trademarked and, and you know, registered. And I said, I do. I've, I paid for all of that. And they go, well, they don't know it. And so what I did was I didn't know who to reach out to. So you know how I did it? I went on the fucking show and I super chatted. And I started super chatting and go, hey. Is that right? I, I don't hear, know any of this. I hear you guys um, think that you guys can call this Max Payne Monday, but not invite Max Payne on your show. I didn't even know that. And then Raver was like, oh, I thought we'd be hearing from you soon, you know. <laughs> and and then I just, and it turned from there and I got invited. And then I almost got uninvited by trolling you. <laughs> that was a temporary blip. <laughs> and so um, it kind of went from there. So people ask me all the time. They go, well, you know, well, how much is Hustler paying you? And I go, they're not paying me for anything. Well, I thought you said you... You registered this and you got it trademarked. I said, I did. And they go, well, how come you're not getting paid? And I go, that's not who I am. Like, I didn't come to Hustler because I wanted to get paid. And I didn't come on the show going, hey, listen, you're using yeah. my stuff. Pay me. I just wanted to be a part of the entertainment and the show. Yeah. And what I loved about Monday was it was all about entertainment. It was about putting on a show. And that's what I do with the high V-pips. That's what Billy does with the high V-pips. The yeah. whole point is to have it entertainment. Yep. It was a natural for me. Well, people love it. And uh, they probably thank you. I thank you because uh, Monday show is one of our most popular shows. People look forward to the nonsense. Um, <laughs> they do. It, it's it's insane. The slow rolling nipple gate, <laughs> this gate, that gate. I mean, like, it's, it's amazing the the stuff that's come out of, like, our show in general, including the Jack Forehand and everything else. Um but it's cool, and uh, you would have to say Hustler's your second home, yeah? Oh, easily. Yeah, it's, your, I mean, it's, it's, it's been my home for a little while, yeah. only because the lodge was down for so long. But uh, And the only reason why I can't, it's got to be my second home, is I'm in San Antonio, Texas. So okay. coming out over here is not easy. I think people don't realize yeah. that you know, you're spending 1500 to $2,000 just to come out here and stay out here yeah. just to play on TV and yeah. punt money. And punt, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's hopefully you're yeah you obviously must have a lot of money because you're donking off you know what i do bread, but you know bro. you know where all the money comes the money comes after the stream right after the stream time and time and time again i'll lose twenty two thousand twenty five thousand on stream and then after the stream, and then you'll try yeah well it's not that the moment the camera lights go off right so the moment the camera lights go off then everybody goes back to playing the way they normally play mm. and then i play a really aggressive game so like the last time we were here love you mike Matisau. But, you know, I put Mike on epic fucking tilt. I mean, yeah. epic fucking Good. tilt. That guy lost so much money after the stream. Yeah, And I, I ended remember. up, I was down like 22000 on stream, and I cashed out for 52000 by the time I was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens a lot. So if I can punt it off on stream and then make it all back after the stream, why the hell do I care? It's good shows. It's good entertainment. Yeah, of course. It's the times that I don't make it back. Oh, I hate those days. Yeah, those Those tough. days suck. Yeah. 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 Who's, uh, <clears throat> who's your favorite player on Max Pay Monday to play with, and um, who do you like slow rolling and beating the most? Ooh, you know, it used to be um, DGAF, right? And then 
Um, I think quickly it's becoming sashimi because she's just become a little bitch and you have, you know, you have, I don't know where the damn cameras are, but you know, you have, yeah. she's almost gotten a little too big for her britches now. Um, but she put one of the most epic slow rolls on Billy that I was a part of there when Mattis, I was there and that was just great. So now mm -hmm. it's, it's more fun, but you know, um, I, I, it's hard to say that there's any one person. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that, uh, when you get people on there who've never played before, um, watching them attempt to slow roll is hilarious. Cause they're right, right, right. Doing, they, yeah, yeah. They, they're like overly it, acting. There's some uncomfortable else. moments. <laughs> yes. There's some really awkward moments. And then the there's pros, been some really good, oh my God. Yeah, the, but when you get the pros on there, so you get a Madison on there, you get any of the pros on there, those people are the best to slow roll. Yeah. Because they try to take it in stride and they try to laugh it off. But they're not like, used oh, to it and no. it's against their etiquette. Absolutely. And, yeah. and then and then they just, you know, after time, it just boils and in them. It boils, yeah. And when it happens, there is so a point. There is a point, I think, where some people get boiled up. You know, yes. when they're really losing a lot. But that's the whole point the of point. Max yeah. Payne Monday. Speaking of boiled up, what this just happened this past week at the Lodge's launch. Yes. What do you think about Nick Airball's antics with Jungle Man? <laughs> oh. Uh, what have you heard about it? What do you think about it? That you got you went to dinner last night with everybody. There was a video made. Just vomit what your thoughts are so first off um i want to give the hats off to to the lodge you know when you have the best live stream that hustler does people can now do something to compare it to against right they know what to build and when doug yeah. and those people there's been a it, lot of duplication on their part but that's okay because yes. anytime doug has asked us for like a question or something we tell him he's always said that yeah we tell Good him parts. like yep. hey what do you how do you do this here's how you do it and you know like all their tweets look just like ryan's yep Right? Like the exact format. Is but but duplication flattery. is powerful, right? It, well, and there's plenty of business for everybody. Again, we're a big supporter. Like yeah. we, there isn't never like, oh, we're not going to tell them. We tell them. So they made this uh, big studio, and it kind of looks like the original Poker After Dark. It's, it's an amazing studio. They had a lot of people come on there. And so, like, word started coming around Monday or Tuesday that Nick Airball was coming on. And Mike X and I were there. And Mike X and I were sitting there talking with Joey Ingram and others and going, like, you need to get ready for a show. Like Nick's not just coming down here to play. I promise you, Nick wants to remind everybody that Hustler's the best and he's just going to put a hurting on everybody. And they were just like, oh yeah, we'll wait and see whatever else. And so I am on a plane coming to here to play for the weekend. And we're only like 20 minutes into the stream. And I hear this, you're my bitch. You're my bitch. And he's just yeah, he, yelling he, he at Jungle Man. Jungle Man. Oh, and he says, you're my time. bitch now. He couldn't have been more than 12 to 18 inches from his face when he started saying that. And not to mention that during a hand when Jungle Man was thinking, Nick took his chips, put them on Jungle Man's cards, cards. and rough, start ruffling his That's chips. That's because earlier on, Jungle Man had was accidentally had done that to him. So Nick was trolling him so that while he was uh. thinking, he just kept doing it. And it was getting under his skin. Dude, Jungle Man <laughs> was tilted. Oh, epic tilt. Epic and tilt. I didn't see the part where he knocked Nick's chips over. Was that in jest or was that in frustration? Both. So you do it in jest, but every time you do it in jest, you're really frustrated, yeah, right? Yeah, because I could tell by his demeanor he was getting frustrated. Yeah, so I, I literally told everyone, oh my God, I can't believe my plane is taking off. And I was mm. pissed. The moment I landed, I get back on and I go, I just landed. Quick, somebody tell me what happened. And the, it just went crazy. Everybody was like, Nick Airball has destroyed everybody. So... We go out to dinner last night after the most epic meetup game. We're at this Japanese place. And just for you guys don't know, big Texas guys don't do good in small little Barry. Japanese places. Oh, poor Barry. Barry was there. Nick Airball was there. Just watching us try to fit in those little tiny little places. It didn't work. And then all of a sudden, there's a lot of people there. The alcohol's flowing. This there's was sushi. after the meetup game. After the meetup. 
There's sushi on sushi. There's food coming all over the place. And all of a sudden, everybody started going, this is going to be really expensive. <laughs> Who the shit's going to pay for all this, right? And Ryan Feldman's like this. He's rubbing his head like this, right? And all of a sudden, Mike X goes, I think Nick Airball should play it. He won a half a million dollars at the lodge. He should do that. And then every and then Nick was like, well, all right, but the dinner's not on me. And so then we started video, and he's like, who's it on? And he's like, Jungle Man. And so then we started Jungle Man, Jungle Man, Jungle Man. And that's on Twitter, by the way. Go to Twitter. You can see it. (laughs) So that's the Twitter feed that you saw over there. So And then I actually texted Doug, and I'm like, you're going to get a kick out of this. And Doug was good humor about it. He's like, that's hilarious. That's great. And uh, if you didn't see it, (laughs) Nick Airball, that guy is so hilarious. He brings to the meetup game a deed. I saw that, yeah. And it's a deed that says he now owns the lodge. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah, That's that pretty great. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to Nick for making things fun, for sure. <laughs> Nick definitely did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, Jungle Man, uh, you know, I've reached out. We've had communications about getting him on the show here and there in the last, like, three or four weeks. And he's out of town. He's busy this, and he can't do that. I can't do this day, whatever. And so I get, I wake up this morning, and I have a text, and it says, from Jungle Man, I'm back, and I'm ready I said, oh, I bet you are. We oh, have a yes. lot to talk about. So we're trying to figure out in the next Is he going to play or, so. or just come on the podcast? He's going to come on the pod. Yeah. He might Skype in. I don't know <clears throat> how he's going to yeah. do it. But um, he did comment on that tweet and says, thanks for the shout out. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. listen, you, gotta have, you, you have, have to have a good sense of humor, humor about yeah. it because he, he uh, everybody can go back and watch it and just see how bad he played and how uh, epically tilted he was. And as anybody would, any of us who've ever played with Nick Airball, Nick has tilted every single one of us at one time or another, including you, you and him at times. Oh, had, yeah. Had y'all's uh, little spats. I had my little spats with him too, whatever else. It's never fun playing with Nick Airball when you've got 20000 in front of you and he looks at you and goes, mm, I'll take 200000 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Most of, most of mine, my beef was just uh, like – Pricing people out of the Tuesday game yes. with massive like four thousand bets on every street just to do it like with you know one dollar in the pot and so we had a lot of players who didn't want to play and so you can't have that. I was and one then, of them. Yeah, yeah, I remember that I night. Was. Yeah, you I were. Was, the, I, was, yeah. I was there that night. You in protest sat out the last I quit hour. the last hour and a half because and I thought production somebody needed to protect the game. You were super right. like annoyed. And, and, but the reason I was is because I had had to talk so many times. And then the other thing is, is there's sometimes there's guys like Nick maybe doesn't care, uh, when, when he's in that spot, but like, it's so funny too, because I can remember Nick back in the day, not too long ago, a few years ago, would sit with like 30,000 on the table. And if he was stuck 30,000, he was on monkey tilt. I don't know what has happened the evolution of his stacks and his whatever, but, but there'd be someone stuck, you know, a hundred K and Nick is just relentlessly firing just shots into their bunker. And the the player is physically like, you, mm-hmm. they're trying to hold it together because they're on stream and they don't yep. want to, but they're like physically like pissed. And so th- those are the only times where it was like, hey, just like a, just, just a smidge of social awareness to like right. let a guy breathe for a second. So, but with that said, Nick and I have no beef. I have no beef with him. I don't know if he does internally or not, but I don't have any beef with him. I don't think Nick, He's great cares. for our show. Yeah, I don't think Nick really cares about what people think about him. Nick is How just could Nick. you? Yeah, I yeah. just think he just, you know, he just does it. But, I mean, you're right. He has no social awareness, but who cares? I mean, he's if you want entertainment, you want Nick on the show. If you are on the show, you don't want Nick on the show sometimes because, you know, you got to be prepared for it. Like uh, the last week, the epic troll that blank check 
Ben was given to him was great. And then we got to the actual show, and guess what? Nick shied away. Nick wasn't really going after him. Yeah, what was that about? I mean, it, it almost seemed like somebody kind of bullied back Nick, and Nick backed down. Yeah, well, guess and, you and know Nick, what I'm happened just after? You, Nick, if you're watching this, I don't think it's really cool that, you know, you got bullied by Ben, and then you just kind of backed <laughs> down. Because if you go back and watch that show, you weren't going after him, you weren't raising him, and Ben was still going after you, and you still weren't firing back, so... I yeah, don't know. I, I didn't watch the whole show. Is that true? It is true. We need a rematch. We need a rematch. Right. You heard two. what happened after the show? No. Oh, wow. You didn't? There's no. a clip up on uh, Twitter, I believe. <clears throat> and you can only see the last part of the hand where the money's being paid out because it was after the stream and Ryan only caught the payout and he posted it. Nick and uh, Blank Check, Ben, went heads up. Oh, They sweet. went heads up. And this hand, I won't break it down for you perfectly because I didn't watch the hand, but I could just tell you that in the video you see Nick paying out over $400,000 on a river bet. Um, he Nick flopped top set of kings. Uh, blank check had pocket threes. I don't know how they got there from the pre-flop to the flop to the turn. I have no clue because I didn't watch the hand because it's not they don't have the footage. But all I know is the turn went three and the river went three. Holy shit. Quads over top full house. And uh, you see Nick physically like steamed when Magic, the Grim Reaper of dealers, <laughs> is, is. is, he, he goes, uh, he's counting it. He's leaning over the table. He goes, 400,589. <laughs> and Nick goes, how much? And he goes, 400,000. <laughs> and so Nick just has to push almost a half a oh. million dollars uh, to blank check Ben. And so... If we could have only had that yes. whole hand on tape, that would have been gold. So interestingly enough, so A, I didn't know that. B, Ben and them weren't talking about it yesterday, but just think about Nick's resilience. He flew out right the after next that. morning, went to the lodge, and basically he must have looked at um, Jungle Man as Ben and just decided he was going to get revenge. Yeah. And so Jungle Man, uh, now we know Jungle Man, you were the... Uh, person who he took it out on. Yeah, he took he the brunt of that hand. Yeah, he took it all back. Yeah. No, no, that's that would be good. Yeah, how come you guys never do like a good head, like a night, and just do like a big heads up battle? I I want to, and yeah. I've talked to Ryan about this that we need to find a real good rivalry and yeah. get the heads up, put a structure together that's fun to watch, Hell not yeah. like something that's a marathon, right? And and just do it. And we also want to do like some single table, like buy in for ten or twenty k, right? And pay the top two or yeah. something, you know, like a single table sure. stuff. Uh, so we want to, or just it's hard because we're so. I mean, you know. People don't understand running content of that level five days a week for the last year and eight months. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work on production. It's a lot of hours. And um, yeah, but but those are things we need to do. And and, and we're going to do uh, it. Just to spice it up. I mean, right now, the list even to get on a Max Payne Monday is so long. Oh, it's the long. The sheer number of people who want to get on and play is amazing. It's just a... Just a testament to how well you guys are doing in everything yeah. you do. It makes it a lot of fun. That's why it's a joke when, you know, I talked about it. You saw my, maybe saw my video. You know, I got banned from commerce. I do. Yeah. So like. Because you're over there trying to find players. Yeah. Course. I'm because trying to recruit on your day own. regs. Yeah, of course. That, yeah. that are going to sit there right. and, you know, yeah. So yeah, because you go there and like people are like, oh, the show, Nick. Uh, hey, how does this, who's this player? How do you get on the show? You know, and, and without thinking, you just answer because like you don't want to be rude to anyone. And then I show up the next time, and that's it. Yeah, but so, everybody knows the so, truth. So, but like to your point. Is, no, the truth is this. Nick was out to commerce. 
And he's like, look, the only way I'm going to look like I play hands is yeah. if I get a bunch of commerce regs to come right, play right. on the oh, same yeah, show yeah, as yeah, me. Yeah, then I'll look, and then I'm going to I'll look, look like the crazy player. i look splashy. <laughs> it's funny you said that because in the couple of games I played there like once or twice, I was the aggressive player. Crazy. Um, and I just go there, not for the action. I go there because like if the family's out and nothing's going on, I want to play three or four hours of like 2040. I like that. I was trying to get food. They and I was trying, I wanted the pork chops and they fucked me out over, <laughs> you know, so, but whatever, no loss really here. Uh, whatever. It just saved me from going over there and being micro, <laughs> macro tilted about like been. how stupid those things are on their table and, and whatever. the funny it's thing is story. those guys are your friends too like they've been friends with yours for a long time and they still did that to you 35 fucking years i played there i tip better than anyone i know everyone even the guy i can't remember his name big old fat fuck whatever his name is uh always cool to him and he was the biggest dick to me and i'm like hey dude at least like as we were walking i said can't you just come out of character about this tough guy act like you know me like even if you have to do this be nice and he's like well i don't know though too fat i'm like okay whatever get me a break so yeah it's just one of those things man you just you know you makes th them look bad i mean i guess i mean i don't know if people really care but still at the same time they'll never let me back in all the shit i've been saying about them but um yeah it's and what was to your point what made me think of it is we got people waiting around the block to get in our games. Like we don't need to recruit. Like no. we literally, you know, Ryan has to turn down so many people every day on every show and especially Max Payne Money because it plays, well, it's playing bigger now, but it plays like it was our smallest game for a while and like uh, people want to play it. Right. And we've opened the Thursday game. Do you know that? I, you know, I did hear that. Yeah. Like the Thursday game, they're doing another format to it. You know what the reality is, is that a lot of people like playing on Max Payne Monday or the type of style and like we like the Andy game. The Andy game is fantastic, but the five five one hundred that turn into a five five one hundred three hundred, you know, is yeah. it's a, it's a way bigger game. The so Tuesday Thursday game it, plays so big. People don't it, understand that. It doesn't no. matter about the blinds. No, they, it literally does not matter. Like you can lose a fifty hundred ball each night you sit down. You could, right. not that you will. Right. If you're going to take a bad night, you probably lose thirty to forty. Sure. You know? Yeah, and that's a lot of money. It's a lot. Yeah, of money. and that game, you know, wasn't designed to play like that. But we got a bunch of maniacs. So I had a lot of people mm -hmm. contacting me. Uh, hey, you know, because there's a lot of faces you haven't seen in a while, but it's because of either attrition or because the games got too big for them and they can't come on the weekly. I, I think that I think it's more so that the games got too big. So look, we, we all like to play and we can all play a 2550 game, which for everybody else is a really big game. But the 2550 game or a 2550 game with a hustler turned into 2550, 100, 200, 400 every single round yeah. and you had some of the big players going okay well let's just put a double straddle every time well you know if you didn't bring the bankroll to play that or yeah. that wasn't the game you signed up yeah. for you were you you're were not happy that night that, that, the night that i said fuck it i'm done because yeah. no one's protecting this game that you were pretty upset yeah and uh and a lot of players are but they won't verbalize it on the air because they don't want to be embarrassed and so a lot of people have been texting me and inboxing me saying that i know that we haven't seen in a while and i won't mention their names it's like, hey, dude, like I can't really play anymore. And so I, I called Ryan and I said, hey, dude, I said, I know we're running a show and I know that what brings views is like big games. Like I get it, but there's a short term strategy for views and there's a long term strategy mm -hmm. for like health of like the players in the game and like, you know, no less attrition. And so it was I was shocked because we never agree on anything. Like we're always fighting like a husband and wife. He's the wife and constantly. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, I think you're right. So we're now dropping. I don't know if it's 1020 or 102040, whatever it is with a 5K min and a 20K cap. And it's supposed to be protected where right. it doesn't turn into like 
9 million, 10 million blind, you know, whatever it is. So we'll see. And you know, the problem with other streams is that they can't get enough regular players. The reason why people cannot compete with Hustler is they don't have the player pool. Right, so what they end up getting is they just get the regs who can sit there and play all the time, and that's just not really good content. They might have some good games, but because they're regs, there's no personalities or whatever else. While you guys have a ton of people that want to play, the people who like to watch the personalities, and again, if you are paying attention to Max Payne Monday, it's reality TV, so you are learning about us, you're learning about the players, you're getting involved just like you would reality TV, but then all of a sudden, if some of your favorite players just disappear, and they're gone for a month, two, three, four, five months, you know, people are speculating, and it's not that that they can't afford to play. It's just that the game's got too big to have that kind of entertainment. So yeah. um, I think it's a good idea that you guys add the Thursday game just because, you know, you don't need to have all those big I games. I, I do find, you know, it's interesting. I hear a lot of people complain about, like, let's say our commentators, and then they and they want to compare it. Ours to, meaning Hustler or Lodge? Yeah, Hustlers. Okay. And, and, um, and, and they want to compare them to, like, Poker Go or some of these other streams. And I'm sitting there going... You know, I've gone back and I've watched a lot of the poker go stuff. And while the commentators are good, the games suck. So I don't, I don't, you know, and when our guys are doing the commentator, no matter who we got, whether it's Raver, DGAF, Tush, or, or Bart coming in or whatever else, it, I find them very entertaining and energetic. And, you know, a lot of times when you're doing the poker streams, it's not always about the poker hands. I don't need always poker content. We want to have them interact with the pr- chat pros and everything else, which is what you're not going to get on poker go. And so, you know, they started having those big games again, right? And you started watching the content of that. And if you've watched the content on the new stuff, and then you just turn on our Friday night game, it's no contest. Yeah. It's not, it's not even close. And you have some of the biggest names of people out there playing, and then you turn on the, the Friday night at Hustler, and you're just like, how many thousands of people are watching? These games might go to 1, 2, 3 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Uh, it's not the same. And, and, and I think that people feel like that you guys are trying to be like the next Poker Go. And I would say, no, Poker Go is trying to figure out how the hell they can compete with Hustler. Well, you see now they're putting stuff up a few days free recently too, no, right? I didn't notice that. Yeah, so their first two days of the million-dollar buy-in, which was not a million-dollar buy-in, no troll, but it wasn't. It was, you know, you could add 500 after a certain time. But whatever, that that's not my point. Um, they did the first two days free, and then you had to pay for the third day. But, <clears throat> but to your point, look – this is the craziest dichotomy that I've ever seen when people start talking about this. It's a very few, uh, it's a very small percentage of people that just pick apart things. Here's the thing. We, from the beginning, decided to be who we were, okay? Like, we decided that, like, look, there's nothing, <clears throat> Poker Go puts on a great product. We, we're friends with them, and this is all, like, just my opinion on some things. They have a different type of format, and if that format is for you as a viewer, and and you're you're willing to pay behind a paywall, which is fine too. And you want a quiet game with commentators that are really breaking down the hands and are talking kind of in that librarian voice. And again, these guys are the goats. Like they're great. Yeah. They're great poker commentators. There's no troll here. But what you get at Hustler, which was what we were looking for, is we didn't build a studio on purpose that would be soundproof and that would be like in its mm-hmm. own yeah. like other room. We wanted you to see the casino. We, you know, at times when the casino's rocking and they have some special thing and they're drinking, right. it gets really loud. And we our floor men have to go, go, hey guys, we're running a show. Can you just a little bit? But to that point, like me personally, if I watch another show and I won't mention any other names, and there's not that kind of like energy, it bores me. 
I'm used to this type sure. of, of of energy. And like our commentators, they're they're great. Like Billy Degaff is, you know, he his style is for our show. He's amazingly dry, funny. He he knows exactly how to pitch it. You know, Bart's a little different, but he's so good. Tuckman's amazing. Mark Goon. And I'll tell you what, I commentated two Fridays ago, and I probably had the best time of my life in that Friday game. It was so wild, so crazy. So many sick things happened. And so I think the people are tuning in. And 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 by the way, you know this. They're getting good poker, too. Yes. Like, this Absolutely. is poker. You're watching poker. But you're also being entertained with the characters. And we've that was another thing from the beginning. It's like, we want to build characters. We want to build followings. Like, there's the villains. There's the favorites. There's the rivalries. There's this. I mean, it is a poker reality show. But that's why you can watch it five days a week. And, and some of these people stay in there for six hours straight. And, and at the meetup game and everywhere I go, they're like, thank you for doing this. Like, I so look forward to coming home from work. And after I eat, I just turn this on and I'm on the edge of my seat. And sometimes I'm laughing and sometimes I'm pissed off at somebody. Just this is so amazing. So it's like everyone has their, their, their niche. And we just all do it. And whatever you like, go watch that. So, you know, I, I was there watching when you were doing the commentating and everybody in the chat was very um, nice to you and they thought you were doing a great job. Yeah. Do you find it ironic how, you know, only four months ago, yeah. um, people were calling you just one of the worst things. Not only were you Natucci and one yeah. of the worst players, but then with all the scandal going on, uh -huh. um, they wanted to destroy your life and everything else. Yeah. To all of a sudden, people have come full circle to go, hey, leave fucking Nick alone. Nick's yeah. a nice fucking guy. Well, here's what I think. And support you. And here's what I think happened, and I have very much noticed it, and I very much appreciate it. I am actually very fond of, of our uh, HCL family now. Um, yeah, like when you when it first started, obviously I have a style that probably wasn't optimal for some people. Um, I do. This is what I've heard more than once, and you could tell me the story about the lady yesterday. <laughs> I have a polarizing personality where I come across as kind of a dick or a douchebag, and you know because I'm friends with a lot of players, we troll, and I'm very good at trolling. But I'm very, I could go really low too. So like I look like like I'm being mean. Like people still can't understand the ludicrous thing. They don't understand we're friends. They right. don't understand he actually enjoys it. He he loves when I commentate because he knows I'm going to just, I'm going to fuck him up. And so, you know, but I think over time they have seen from this podcast and from other interactions that I'm not that person to a point of where you're going to tell a story about yeah. that in a minute. And, um, and so there has been, and then at first and I was a little thin skinned to the trolling. Now I'm not, I lean into it. I, I am to teach, I'm good with it. And I think now they're like, they respect that. And, um, and I noticed that on Friday and lately, like we're, I'm, I'm jiving with these guys. Like I like them. I'm answering. I go into the chat even when I'm not playing or there and I interact with them, I answer questions because that's what I would want. But you know, you have to, Nick. So, you know, no matter what we do, there's always going to be people that find fault in what we do. Yeah. You call them trolls or whatever else. And, and I get them, everybody else gets them. And one of the things that I try to do is every time somebody says something negative about me, I respond to that person directly. And mm -hmm. I tell them, you know what? You're right. I did do this. You're right. This is exactly what I am. I'll try to do better, blah, blah, blah. It, Literally every time they go, no, nah, man, you're good. I really appreciate you reaching out to me. I'm just trolling you and whatever else, which is fine. So we go out, we have dinner and we're sitting there and we're talking about the meetup game and stuff like that. And then your name comes up and this woman is sitting there and she goes to Hustler all the time. She's taking pictures with people. She plays at Hustler all the time. And she goes, oh my God, Nick Fertucci, is he not the most fakest person you've ever met in your life? Yeah. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? 
I'm like, Nick's the most genuine person you've ever met. She's like, no, no, Nick, Nick comes across as one of the most fakest people. And I go, that's because you don't know him. You haven't yeah. met him. If you knew him, you would know that he is so genuine in everything he does. He's direct. He's honest. He's going to give it to you. It may come across that way, but it's not mm -hmm. that way. So then uh, yesterday, I uh, this morning, I wake up and I'm going on Instagram and I saw that same person and she's got an Instagram post and there's all these pictures and who's right there in the front? Nick Vertici yeah, yeah. and her. <laughs> well, I didn't know this story till today. You told me yeah, before we went live and I'm and you're like, oh, she's just this little, and I go, wait a minute. Was she wearing black and red and she carried this red bag? She was wearing Max Payne. Max Payne and all that. And I'm like, oh my God. I said, that lady came up to me and like goes, hi, Nick. I'm such a fan. Can can we take a picture? And I'm like, of course. And I held her. We took a picture. I talked to her. How could that have been possible? Because the night before, I put her in her place and let yeah. her know, look, I don't mean that in a derogatory mate, just that I, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. I stood up for you. because you, you it was told just her like, what you knew. Right. And it was just, you know, and I get it when people don't know who you yeah. are and they only see the personality side. You know, and then they get to meet you in person or they get yeah. to find out who you are or they meet your wife or they meet the family and they're yeah. like, oh, this is a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way it is. And yeah. I'll tell you, you know, like I said, redundantly, uh, a lot of things got under my skin at the beginning because I didn't understand it, you know, but now you could pretty much say anything. There's there's two or three things you cannot say to me. I'm not even going to say what they are because I don't want to give it. Uh, right. I don't want to give no, it air. No, you can't. No, I won't. Everybody but, will but do there's it. two or three things that you can't say to me or type and they're nasty and they're false. If you do that, right. you're out of the chat for life. Sure. I don't even ask any questions. I just boot you. Right. But other than that, it's King's X. You can just tear me apart. I don't care. And it doesn't bother me. And I would, I would, you would know because I don't, I'm not able to fake it. Right. But, um, but no, they have been amazing. Uh, I actually really have a, a real fondness for the, the, our, our viewers and our fans. And I really mean that. And, um, we had 5,000 likes that night that yep. I commentated. It was really an epic night, which is really hard. Cause on most nights you might get 750 to 1500 likes. So to get that many likes yeah. is very, very difficult. But you know, going back to the trolling and being able to embrace it, Nick, which you did, cause you did not do that at first at all. You were just, you know, you were acting like a little bitch. You really were because yeah. people, speaking people of bitches, should I put Ryan on speaker? Cause oh he was just God. calling me. Oh, absolutely. You should put him on speaker. We'll put him live, but I will have to tell him that we're here. Cause I don't want him to say yeah, any like, no, 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 private shit, but, uh, but I, I think that would be great. We should start off with good. It's so funny. You talked about bitches and then he called. I know it is. Yeah. Hey Ryan, you're on speaker. I'm with DQ doing a podcast. We're actually live. What's up? Oh, no, no, I was going to talk to you about uh, the other stuff. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> no, that's fine. It was kind of ironic. We were talking about little bitches and stuff like and that. And then, and then you called. And Nick was You're like, how ironic. Recording. Well, we're recording, but I'm not going to cut this out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know what you want to talk about. We'll talk about it later. Hey, listen, lean, lean into your sexual sexuality, bro. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll talk about it later. God damn it. <laughs> Did you get unstuck in the meetup game? I know. It was no, I was stuck like a piece of pork. <laughs> uh, yeah, you missed the coolest dinner ever because you wanted to grind. No, I didn't want to grind. I just didn't feel like going. I wasn't hungry. But once I saw the videos, I knew I made a big mistake. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you were up 2K, you would have been hungry. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. That's very true. No, until that's he, probably until true. Until he tried to fit into the Japanese yeah, restaurant like, uh, that we couldn't sit we down. Like 30 25, 30 people there. I know. I heard about it. I saw the video too, where you guys trolled Jungle Man. Oh yeah, because the whole time, like, people kept joking about who's gonna pay or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, "Oh, Nick, Air like, I don't even know who started that." But they're like, "Oh, Nick Airball is paying, cool." And then we're like, "Actually, Jungle Man's paying, kind of." Yeah, yeah. It was cool. 
He texted me today and wants to come on the podcast, so I'm sure he has a lot to talk about. Who's that, Jungle or Nick? Jungle. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jungle's very interesting. That'll be, uh, yeah. that'll be good. And him and Nick are becoming like best friends, even though they're like fun rivals. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's they're, that they're way. They're going to dinner today. Yeah. Oh, they oh, are? Oh, wow. I didn't even know Jungle was in town. Jungle's paying either way, I guess, huh? <laughs> on stream it, Nick just attacks him but then they're actually like friends and I don't know it's an interesting uh, well he was legitimately tilted at the table but I'm glad they're friends no yeah yeah he's ever since like the first time when Nick was just like going after him being like I'm oh, the king of that you're whatever pussy whatever <clears throat> he um Nick like Jungle never really got like offended or anything he yeah. kind of found the the humor in all of it and he like uh, he like likes nick for it that's good that's good yeah, yeah that's that's good right. for everyone all right i'll, I'll call you i'll call you later bye okay bye. all right you know what it's almost a shame that he told everyone that they're friends off air i know because it would have been even better if you had had jungle man on the podcast didn't tell jungle man and then had nick just sitting here waiting to fire off at him that's so good. That would have been so great. But just hearing that they're friends kind of takes a little bit of the fun out of all that, that drama yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Absolutely. Hold on. Let me respond to this. Struggling to find an all-in-one platform for the latest poker news and thrilling poker stories? Only Poker has got you covered. The platform is packed with exciting poker news, discussions, and games that you won't be able to resist. Share your thoughts with friends on the hottest poker topics in our circle. Discover the best poker games anytime, anywhere, and secure your seat at the table. Find all your poker needs in one place. Download only poker and join the best poker community today. So I think, you know, while you respond to that, that when people are looking at trolling and, and having fun with it and how I appreciate that you've embraced it and others have. It's where the Phil Helms and the Mike Mattisiles and people like that who can't embrace it, they can't appreciate that the more we know it gets under your skin, the more we do it. Yeah, no, right? that's 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 it, just And that if, if they were somehow able to fully embrace it and not let it get under their skin, like I know that Phil tries to make it look like that he does, but then he clearly bothers him because he has these epic blowups and whatever else. And that's why, you know, Eric and everybody else can just get under their skin. Oh, my God. All he has to do is just act like it doesn't bother him and then stop talking about himself. And literally, people will just respect what he has done for poker and that would all go away. Now, it wouldn't all go away, but it A wouldn't be even would. close to yeah, what no. it is. But honestly, he can't help himself. No, he cannot. He really can't. So and it, in his it, mind, he really feels justified. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I've tried telling, I've told him, I've told him personally, I've said it in a video I made about him. I've, t I've texted him about it. He doesn't get it. No, not yeah. even close. That's all right. That's I was going to troll him today. I was actually going to bring a jacket and wear it half on and half off. Oh, and just sit there and troll him. yeah. And then I forgot it. The did you see hotel. me troll him when he of did that? Of course I did. That's what yeah. I was going to do it. I'm and like, what are you like a hotel. relief pitcher or what? Are we you pit, you going in in the ninth? What do you do? Why are you wearing a jacket? So let's, let's go back and talk about no, this. No, he, he like was irritated that I trolled <laughs> yes. him. I'm like, dude, that's a joke. But And then I did it again. I said, is your elbow warm yet? You know, and he just blew right over it. So... <laughs> Go watch that episode with Phil Helmuth. I open it by saying, how do you like or how does it feel getting your ass kicked on high stakes week? <laughs> oh, my God. It was epic. That was, yeah. that, that's, so I'd love to see Hustler do another um, another big 
um, week, not just the million dollar one that y'all are going to do, but another one where you can get, um, you know, some more of the uh, personalities, that one that y'all did with, with Beast and Alexandria and stuff like that. Yeah, it was that epic. Was, that was so epically fun to epic. have people that don't necessarily play a lot of poker, although we all found out quickly that Alexandria actually plays poker. Well, uh, she wins when she plays, so she, she must. Should, she must know played, what she's doing. And she's, she's actually come back and played at Hustler and stuff like that. Well, and she and she was playing at the side down there, not on stream, big-ass games and winning. Dude, I mean, if you're really a crusher in, in chess, you must yeah. be smart enough to figure out poker, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, uh, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, are you aware of what we're doing around the million-dollar buy-in game? No, I haven't heard anything. Okay, so I'll make it really quick because I said it on the last podcast, so I'll say it again because by the time this is out, it'll be common public knowledge. Um, we have inked a deal with a production company and investors and we are making a poker the first of its kind poker documentary and it is going to be about the million dollar game from right now we're already um uh there at dinner the one of the producers was there and he probably just, I saw him I you know him. who he was mm -hmm. yeah okay his name's Patrick yep. and uh and we're going to we already shot footage and we're going to be doing a uh just like the the behind the scenes of building the million dollar game all the way through until oh, the game be, starts that'll yes. be really cool and all the characters all the personalities all the cancels who's bringing money who this my story Ryan's story so it's gonna be pretty cool that's gonna be very cool yeah. it's gonna be, no it's gonna ever be a really it. cool documentary that I'll uh that something you'd watch on cable or whatever. Well, else that's the thing. Good. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna be the poker game. We're not showing poker. We might show a few hands, right? But but it's gonna be like a reality. Like you see the shows flip this house, sure. And it's the lead up to trying right. to get the contractor this, getting it done, making a profit, having, and then at the end, you know, haha, yeah, we did it. You so know? have you already have you already figured out who all is playing? Have you announced that yet? No, we're not going to announce it yet. Um, there's a bunch of names that are. Uh, in the hat, but because Ryan uh, needs to figure out, like, because in poker there's politics, right? right? Especially if you're putting a million dollars on the table. Like, if this guy plays, this guy won't play. Right. If this guy doesn't play, this guy won't play. So, so he's trying to figure out the sure. formula and at the same time putting together a lineup that is going to be like epic, right? Yeah, because you so got to have a lineup of it. people who will actually play hands and so forth. Yeah, we're working on it. And it's, so. it's interesting because I do watch in the chat out of all the speculation, the people that are speculating who's going to play, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you are definitely one of the people who's not in speculation. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, DQ. <laughs> bang, bang. You're planning on playing tonight? Yeah, I'm playing tonight. Yeah, good luck. I know. Yeah, I'm going to just make a call. Good ahead. No, I would never. You're more important than I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're more valuable than me. Here's, here's what I know. No one wants to see me play real poker. I'm very good at playing poker. You yeah. do not want to see me play real poker. It was boring TV. I understand. It's very boring TV. I understand. No, I yes. get it. I get it. You're speaking to the choir. However, I would just love for Hustler to make an executive decision that going forward, it actually helps both of us if they don't ever have VPIP ever again. It helps you because no one knows, and then it helps put me. Put a note in the suggestion box. I put the note in there every single day for a year. I've never asked for that because whatever, <laughs> but... I don't care, but I, I think it, I think it would, I don't know if that would be plus or minus EV for people because they love it so much, but at the same time, it's, it's so troll. distracting, right? Yes. It's yeah. a very good troll. It's distracting. I mean, you it's costing you thousands. It, no, no. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not thousands. It's costing I could you. do a lot more giveaways, Hustler, if you get rid of the fucking VPIP. How's that shit? Mm -hmm. Are you know how many chat pros I could bring out if I didn't have to worry about that okay, shit? Okay, well, you know, I'll run it up. 
I mean, for me, chain. if I'm playing a good game, my my V pip is somewhere around fifty percent. That's when I'm playing conservative. Fifty. <laughs> fifty. Oh shit. Fifty. And then oh, when shit. when Billy's on the the stream, you know, Billy's got to pop off. Oh, I always win the V pip. Well, not tonight. You're not. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, I've watched you in action. <laughs> Oh, ask ask Ryan what's my VPIP? What's Billy's? What's it. my? I'm like, oh my god, how it. about fucking win I a hand? I can't help right. it. You know, you know, you talk about like rivalries and who wants to play or whatever else. Yeah, you know who doesn't want to play me? Billy. He loves playing me on stream. Oh, lately he. This is to you, Billy. You've been this owning is, him. I'm gonna fucking troll your ass. Billy is the person who stays till four, five, six in the morning. He's the last guy to leave. He trolls you if you want to leave early, but then you play against DQ after the stream. He. Uh, destroys you like uh, most players can't yeah, be destroyed. He's a bitch. He's definitely. And uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, he won't. So like the last stream in Modest, I was here. Billy had the epic win. He's up like 50, 60,000, right? I'm down 22. After stream, I don't know. I think I took 10 or 15,000 off Billy. And all of a sudden, he's like, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to have to go. I got to get up early or whatever else. And we're like, what the shit? He leaves. And then at like 3 o'clock in the morning, he's texting people. And I'm like, oh, I thought you had to go to sleep. And you had a big day tomorrow whatever else. You pussy. That's what it was. That's right. You're yeah. so macho for a guy. Like, there's, there's a lot of the people may not know you're gay. Yes. Yes. Completely. Right. Yeah. And that is for your husband. That, that is absolutely correct. Okay. I mean, a lot look, of people. Look, unlike listen, other people, listen, a lot I of people don't know that. I will no. suck a dick for Bions. <laughs> Just so other people lie about it, I will. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Lean. No pun, but lean into who you are. <laughs> lean into it, bro. Um, broke back was made on I'm me. telling that you like they think we're trolling but you I are mean, absolutely yeah. yeah so and there's nothing wrong with that no, so no. um w do you have growing up or now or anytime like a poker player that you admire the most that like was like wow that's like that's the guy so when or I girl yeah, yeah, true. So for actually for me growing up, it was Gus Hansen. Ah. When I used to watch Gus Hansen, the Danish guy, that guy was the craziest, most reckless poker player I ever saw. And I watched him wreak havoc on people on, yeah. you know, on TV like yeah. everyone else. They didn't understand it then. They, they didn't at all. And right. so I think I pretty much modeled the way I play around a lot of what he did. And then I talk a lot, and I realize the chatters don't always want to hear me talk because I can't shut up. But um, by Daniel Negreanu. I love watching Daniel. I love watching him play poker. I love watching yeah, him me talk too. to people. He's a fucking genuine guy. I love that guy. And the, the fact and he's sitting there talking to you, and then what you don't realize is because you're stupid, he's talking to you, not because he really cares a lot about you, but you're going to give away your hand or what you have, and you don't mm -hmm. even realize it. And he's so good at that that I just like the fact that he's having conversational. So part of what I do yeah. when I travel around. He's fun around, to watch. Yes. So I wanted to be fun to watch. I wanted to be a poker ambassador. I go around. I try to have positivity. I won't play at tables if people are degrading women, if people are degrading dealers and whatever else. I won't tolerate it. I'll have them removed from the table. Same. I want people to be positive at all times. Have a good time. Take the money that you can win with. And so when we played that, that meetup game yesterday, I played for almost seven hours and I played every single hand blind. Because I wanted everybody to have the experience. I yeah. wanted them to have fun. Right. And and those tables were yelling. They were screaming. They had a blast. Um, and I didn't care that I was losing money. It wasn't about the money. It was no, about showing people a really good time. And that's what I like to do. I like to travel around the country. I like to have a good time. It's the reason why I don't monetize it. It's the reason why I don't sports bet. You know, yeah. somebody once told me, you only sports bet if you hate sports. Because once you start sports betting, yeah, you never yeah. watch the game the same watch, way. You hate them, yeah. And when you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you're never going to win anyways. So sports betting just <laughs> takes all the fun out of it. So I do the same thing with my stuff. I don't monetize it because I don't want to turn it into a business. I want to have fun. I want people to go out there and jokingly talk about Max Payne and running it once and whatever else just because it's something fun to do. Not because DQ's out there trying to make money, because I'm not.
Yeah, and being a Bears fan, you're not going to get any sympathy from me about yeah. your Cowboys, so no. just go suck it. <laughs> All right, so biggest pot you've ever been in, biggest loss, biggest win in poker. So the biggest loss I had was last year, and that was at Bellagio and Bobby's Room. Yep. And it was I lost a $237,000 hand with pocket aces. Yeah, that's usually how it happens. Yeah, pretty much. And the guy that ended up winning, four people called the all-in, which is phenomenal. Uh, and the guy that ended up winning Super Whale, net worth way north of 100 million. Suited connector? 10-7. 10-7. Suited? Yeah, suited. And uh, he had to call his last 78,000, and he said, eh, yeah. fuck it. A little, like suit, that. little suited double gapper got yeah. the aces, huh? Got the uh, <clears throat> 7 on the flop and a 10 on the river. Oh, and nice. That, that was, yeah. And Freddie Deeb was there. And Freddie Deeb was sitting there filming it. And he's like, holy shit. And I go, god damn it. And Freddie goes, DQ, DQ, let me send this to you. You should see your face. Oh, my God, you are so disappointed. Why don't Freddie, you give send me a us that? Seconds. We'll post it. Yeah, no. And I said, no, thanks. And I go, Freddie, give me a couple of seconds. He goes, why? This was so great. I go, Freddie, yeah. just give me a give me couple a of seconds. Minute, right? And he goes, no, I'm not. I go, fuck it. Just keep going, Freddie. I'm just like, right yeah. now, I'm a little tilted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, know, give, everybody tries not to. Just a little cooling off period, a, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then I had a really cool hand uh, playing a double board bomb pot on TCH. Um, and it was just a double board, and I won like maybe like fifty-seven thousand on mm. that one. And that was early on when I was doing the uh, doing the the live streams and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, had a lot of fun doing that. I, I've uh, I've won a lot of home games, sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety thousand. But uh, I've never had a six-figure win, never. Okay. Yeah. All I've right. had a six-figure loss. Thank you, TCH Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had a Shout six, out. Yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> last uh, one of my last questions. Do you have anything to say or your thoughts or what did you think? about the Jack Four hand, what do you think about what really happened, and what were your thoughts about what happened after? Yeah, so I got um, I got asked about 500 times. I got people asking me if I would come on and talk about it. I refused everybody. I didn't want to talk about that. My You're personal right. opinion was she didn't cheat. I still contend that she didn't cheat. I think that uh, she was a player who wanted to make a name for herself, and I think that she just made a call that went bad, and then she felt kind of silly about it and decided that she was going to start making stuff up without knowing fully what she said. And since I have seen plays like that and home games all the time, we just never seen it on a live stream. And so while I had to watch Doug Polk and I had to watch Joey and everybody else just epically come out and say this stuff, you know, I was trolling Doug. I was trolling to his face. I said, wow, so you got her coming out to play at the lodge? And I go, yeah. And I go, hey, uh, Joey, I think that you need to have a fireside chat with Doug and, and her just sitting there. And the first question you should say is, how do you feel coming out to play with a guy who just last week still tweeted that he still thinks you probably cheated? Isn't Yeah, isn't that something? And yet she still shows up to play and whatever else. And I think that people feel that way because they just can't fathom the fact that uh, somebody didn't cheat. So when everybody asked me, I said, look, I've been there. I've seen this or whatever else. We've never had our phones. We don't do this. I, I just, I personally don't believe it. And as I told everyone, unless the guy that was fired ever comes out and says, I mm -hmm. did this, there's no way ever that th th there's really no proof. There's just a bunch of weird stuff. And then, and then to watch, so then to watch. He would have collected the 300K bounty if he did it. I, be I believe so. I believe he would have too. Because when people put that much money out there. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, he was screwed anyways. No matter what. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. But then when I watched them starting to see hurt people that I know that I like, when they were starting to come after you know, good poker players and people that played on Hustler. They were coming after you. There were every conspiracy theory. I mean, my, my favorite is that when you sit down and tap your 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 arm like this, that that's a sign of cheating. Um, all of those things really started to bother me. So when, yeah. when you and others were on Joey Ingram's show, 
I started super chatting over there just to make the point, guys, stop this. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it wasn't Joey. Joey was just providing the forum. But the people that he was having on were leading these conspiracy theories yeah. so much so that even when you think it dies, whatever it was, a week or two ago, some other idiot who goes by Poker Karen is coming out here and going, hey, you know, you know, is it a coincidence here that Nick all of a sudden is losing now that this has happened and they fired this guy and they want to do stories about it? And I'm just like... Look, stop your shit. I mean, it's like it's almost like the. Yeah. I don't know if they want to get content. I don't know if they want to. I don't know. Is, I don't know. I, I would love to know the. the I think the, that the, you know what it the is. Motivation. People who are successful, people want to bring you down, right? Yeah. People don't. They, they love your success, and then they want to watch you fall yeah. because everybody likes a, a good villain. But uh, at some point in time, you just got to kind of back off and just kind of say, "Look, everybody's got lives. They've got families." Um, there's nothing in it for you to be a part of it and to be cheating or whatever else. There's yeah. literally nothing. Yeah, in it it was you. sad everything that happened. And I, I've never said this, but I'll say it now. The 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 how you view the Jack forehand is how I view it. But I've always stayed neutral to not say I think so, not think so, whatever, because that's how I had to be. But now that this is so far in the rearview mirror, exactly what you said about the hand is what I believe. Yeah. And not because it's my show and because, you know, if we would have come out with something, I would have brought it out. Oh, I, I would have. I didn't, we would have survived. I would have brought it out. Uh, that just has to, you can't hold that information and then, you know, and, and that comes out that you did. You're just drawn dead. You're done. And so we would have brought it out. We, there was nothing. We found nothing. And, and until there is something, that's, I believe, what you believe. Well, plus you also did, not only did the investigation, you brought Doug Polk into the room. You brought other people into the control room. You let other people see and be behind the scenes, whether it was Berkey or whatever else, and, and ask all the questions that they needed to ask, look into it, et cetera. And, you know, there was still nothing. Now it, it should be just a blip on the radar. But you know what? This woman has now become super famous. She's become super famous as a yeah. average poker player who was playing small stakes a year ago to now being invited to the biggest games. And she's got a hand named after her. She's not Doyle Brunson, right? Yeah. And now she's got a hand permanently named after her. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. That's pretty and, cool. you know, a couple things, a couple points to, <clears throat> to even hit on that people are... It's so amazing that, like, I don't know if these guys get the same thing, but you hear after the Jack Forehand and you hear it now, you know, especially when I was, like, really sun running and winning and having, like, a great, you know, run. Um, you hear people say, you know, oh, the owner shouldn't be in a show, shouldn't play, shouldn't do this. Well, you know, every person who's ever had a private game plays in their own show. And I often wondered why, like, J.J. and Wayne never took any heat. I've often wondered why, like, Doug Polk and Andrew Neamey and uh, what's the other cat? cat? Brad Owens. Brad Owens. Yeah, sorry. I just couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, you know, why these guys, um, like, it's the same shit. Right. And, you know, I don't know if anyone realizes this because he's not as polarizing and he's not in the media like I am because of the Jack Four scandal. But uh, I believe right now, is it Brad Owen that's on the downturn, the downswing? Quarter million. And I, quarter million dollars. And I think it's 10 in a row or thir thir 10 or 11, 11 or 13 or whatever yeah. it is. <clears throat> and it's like. It happens. What people don't understand now that are out there now saying stupid shit about like, oh, now like you can't do anything nefarious because there's too much security. No, it's called, you know, I even talked to Duck Polk and he's like, dude, there's like the best players in the world go on 20 to 50 buy-in like downturns. 10 or 11 is nothing. It's, it's nothing. Normal. It's nothing. And, you know, I've had to understand that because I just became like a regular, you know, two years ago. And so I didn't know that either. Um, but it's just kind of, it's just kind of amazing that, that it's like that but it is what it is and and it, it's you know it, it kept everyone really busy for a while it's unfortunately a lot of people were hurt over it but you know it's in it's in the rear view now and uh well, hopefully it is. I mean, people keep trying to bring it up, but they need to leave it in the review because it's enough. Well, like I mentioned in my last podcast I did with uh, Valerie that, you know, Alan Kessler kept DM and a bunch of people in the 
in the industry that have big pens like writers and saying we should do a you should do a story on Vertucci because now he can't win it's got to be this and actually it's funny because a couple of people that he contacted responded back and said you're stupid and the reason you are is because if you look at the stats when after the jack forehand when Brian was there this is how many he won and lost and then after he left and it's almost the same for the amount of hands like right and so there's no story here and then so he moved the goalpost and he says well maybe it's because now the security's tighter and the guy's like dude come let on. it go like what is your problem and like you know if one guy posts it <clears throat> like you mentioned i don't even mention their names Alan, I will just because he's a, just, I don't know why, but like the other one I don't mention, but it's like, I think one mentions it and then the others like jump on the bandwagon and go, yes, that's it. And they all start going crazy again. But honestly, it really doesn't matter. They're, they're pathetic. But you know, it's, it's poker content. It's clicks. I mean, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I would say that he's the poker Karen. Um, that's just who? my hunch. Uh, Alan. Oh, oh yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I think he is. Yeah. I think he is. I, I know who it is. And I and I think that... People don't understand that I know who it is. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that person... Um, anyways, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to talk about that, that weirdo. Yeah. And I think that with everything else, look, I don't mind all the other shows talking about the negativity or whatever else because it's poker content. At least they're talking about poker, right? Yeah. Jerry Jones said it once famous that <clears throat> even bad news and bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. And so you can't help it. I, I like watching Berkey's show. I watch it all the time. I mm-hmm. watch the guys. I like to watch the contents and things. I don't always have to agree. It doesn't matter. I just like hearing different viewpoints, et cetera. In fact, I like hearing the viewpoints and then going, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Like, I don't do this, that, or the other. They they did one about uh, the lodge and about security after one of the players got robbed. And I'm like, yeah, why, that didn't was... you guys, why didn't you guys call me? Like, yeah. I'm this guy. And they well, go, oh, well, we heard from then somebody that would else. be too easy. Yeah, I know. Right, because then there's no content, right? Right, right? But I will say this: people will be shocked to hear me say this. I, um, I, I, I don't la- like this part. They know I don't like Matt Burke. He doesn't like me. That's fair. Uh, that's no problem. We have different styles. He doesn't like mine. I do not like his. But I will say this: I do believe that he was in pursuit of the truth. I do believe he wanted to make things better, and that was his whole point. Just because his delivery was way off. Um, what I would have thought would have been fair. I do believe that was his intention. Um, he's never went personal. Um, I think he does a good show and, um, I don't really care for those guys, but they do a good show. And you want to know the truth? Uh, I hope they win podcast of the year. I don't even care. Like, I I, I don't want any more beef. It's, I don't want to, I'm never going to come on here and say, Oh, I like him or whatever. I don't, but I really don't want any beef with him. And I don't wish any of those guys harm and they run a good show. Yeah, they do, but it's different for you because for you it's personal, right? So for me, I I have no personal. Oh no, that's the only reason. Of course. Yeah. I I I think, I I think what you said is fair. They run a good show. You enjoy it. Yeah. And I like Matt and I like, I like the people that are on there that I know. Yeah. Um, and Landon and stuff like that. And I've met him. I have played with them and I like them. And for me, I think they're good people. Just like when people say that they don't know you and I, or they, say things about you I'm like well you don't know them you know the people that I have met um, no one has ever come after me no one has ever been mean about me we can all joke about me punting and my skills and everything else I got fantastic leg for this shit so I never I never have to take it personal I'm not in the totally. and that way I can be friends with everybody and I enjoy it you know but I could easily understand how as you should crosshairs you know where people would take it personal etc and uh, that's unfortunate but uh, but that's great about poker though we we have to have all these different venues Nick you know we have to have all these different areas come together and I must admit that during the Jack 4 incident I watched more poker content at that time 
than I had in my entire life combined. I think I was watching Joey's shit for like seven, eight hours. I went to sleep. I woke up. The shit was still on. I had it in my office. Then I flipped it over to OnlyFriends. Then I was watching Doug shit over here. And then what I thought was cool was you came on and addressed it. I'm like, man, see, that's character right there. You actually came in, hit it head on. You talked about it. Yeah. That's shit that other people don't do, Nick. That's what makes you special. I do yeah, believe that. I I'm not pandering that. to you. I don't want you to get a hard on over no, this no, shit. No, no, Somebody no. saying even nice though I know about how you, you go, true. how you go. It's I'm not into that. Yeah. But uh, but I like you a lot. Thank you. Um, yeah, and just to just to even go further with it, like Joey's a good guy, and I like him. Um, what I didn't like is the people that came onto a show that said yes. the conspiracies. I don't think they should have been allowed to do that because they hurt a lot of people. But I understand it's a business, and I understand why Joey had him on. Um, and you know, even for Doug, he has his opinion on Robbie. He still does, but he was very fair to us. And 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 even Matt too. Like you know, I lashed out at him because <clears throat> of his style and a couple things he did with my employees. But um, but I will say, being fair, that he never uh, accused anyone of anything directly and I don't even think he did like subtly and so he had every right to do it I just took it personal because we were all getting hurt yeah and um and it was what it was so the people you know, that they were hurting I don't him. think came so much from the Berkey show as it came from the people who were being brought on by Joey's show who were doing the conspiracies it wasn't Joey he was bringing people on and they were creating yeah. their own conspiracies they were going after the players trying to find out oh you're being back or you're this you know yeah. you need to release a list of all your backers really I mean you don't you don't go through and try to out people or mm -hmm. you don't go through and go to companies and say, well, who who is doing this, that, or the yeah. other for your company? And yet, they were just trying to hurt people. And that, and that part just got disgusting. Yeah. And watching friends of mine get hurt um, and, you know, go broke because they couldn't get invited back to games or they couldn't do this, that, or the other. That, that shit was just wrong. And you know what? That's the seedy side of poker. That's the stuff that everybody thinks about, yeah. you know? And, and that's unfortunate side of it. Yeah. And I think that you guys have done a good job of moving past it. And so think about this. As nasty as that was, as scandal as it was, mm -hmm. look at where you are today. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're bigger, better, stronger than you guys ever were before. You're more popular than you ever were. That's true. You know, you, you can turn on a live stream and, um, and there's six, eight, 10, 12, 15, 18,000 viewers. Right. And then the very next day, there's over a hundred K views in less than 24 hours. Yeah. So I think you guys came out of it just fine. Yeah, we did. And, and, you know, life experience is something like in business, I have so much of it, personal things with personal people I do, but I've never experienced <clears throat> a situation like this. And so I, you know, I hit the ground running totally organically on this. If, if this same thing happened again, I would. I would still go on Joey's, but I would handle it totally different. My demeanor would be different. I wouldn't have attacked Matt. I wouldn't have done this, but I didn't know how to handle it because I was so offended by some of the delivery systems and some of the things that were being said about my people. And But if I had to do it again and it happened again, I would really handle it different. It's just a life experience, so whatever on that. So, you um, know, I got a question. So, yeah. so one thing that people ask all the time mm -hmm. that no one really is able to ever address, um, is Garrett coming back? Because he's still a fan favorite, but is he able to? Is he not able? Mean nothing would you have mean. him. Sure, but I mean, is he able to go back into the limelight on live streams again after all this? When you say live streams, or you mean my show? Forget your show. He's always welcome back. He here, can I'm do sure. whatever he wants. But I just meant, well, he's not played anywhere. No one's yeah. ever seen him. I don't. I, I mean, don't. I, don't, I haven't had any communication. I don't know. I haven't had any communication with Garrett. I don't know what his life plan is or his poker plan is. He did tweet, by the way. I saw a tweet that he might be willing to come back for the million dollar game. 
Yeah, I don't think he's going to make it. Damn. He's not, we're not, I don't think he's going to have a seat. Yeah. But, um, but no, I, I don't know if he's going to be on other streams. Right now, you know, Ryan and I uh, are leaning away from that controversy, um, not personal. Um, you know, like there's two people in that situation and somehow one is ultimately one is right and one is wrong. Right. We still don't know who we have our thoughts and we have our opinions. But until there's absolute whatever, you know, we you're innocent. Right you're innocent until proven guilty, but right? One is flourishing <clears throat> and the other one is still in hiding. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you, what you call it, but right. But but the but the point is is everyone made their own decisions. He made his own decisions. He handled things how he handled it pre post and post flop and whatever so you know everyone's got to live with it uh ryan and i don't discuss it we're just focused on on building big games building this documentary keeping uh ahead of the game and just putting on the best poker that we can you that's know, honestly a true answer it's I not a political answer in shoes because I, i've never been in a position to where i felt somebody was cheating me to where i could you know that i could have those kind of um yeah. feelings that he had Right, I can only imagine that if I ever felt that way, especially for such a big hand, I probably would have similar feelings. But I've never been there, so I can't put myself in their shoes. Yeah. And guess what? Ninety percent, probably, of the poker players cannot put themselves in those shoes to where they 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 could feel what he went through. So you know, that we'll probably we'll probably never know the no, truth behind no, it. No, but uh, you know, there was a lot of lives uh, uh, affected. I've said this before, pretty tenderly or what's it called uh, gently but i'm just gonna say it <clears throat> and this is how i feel <clears throat> preface i like garrett preface i wish him the best preface um i think he's a good person okay now end the preface how i feel about it is <clears throat> in the moment i don't blame him a bit for feeling how he felt i don't blame him a bit for how he handled it because sometimes a knee-jerk reaction even like i said like when this happened to me this thing i would change it I don't fault him for that. What I what I don't what I didn't appreciate was leaning way into it even after this was over yeah. because when you say I know for sure that this guy did this right. when you don't and then that's a reflection on me and Ryan who were very good to you and you if you have the proof bring it out. Right. Would you not think it would be out 100%. by now? Okay. Yeah, of course it so if you have it, great, because we want it too and we want to resurrect this, this situation. But if you don't and you keep implying something you don't have proof for, you are basically, even though he, he came out and said, oh, I think Nick and Ryan, what she did, are, are good and they're not involved in anything and I appreciate that. But he still caused us a lot of grief by something that he does not know for sure and that's his right. Yeah. But he now, the consequences for that are what they are. He's not playing poker. He he did have a cherry patch. He did, was making a lot of money. He was a favorite. He was the golden boy. That is all no longer the case. He'll probably come back and he'll probably crush somewhere or whatever he's going to do. But that's the part that I take whatever with is that like, look, you put us in a tougher situation without proof. And, you know, you can say one thing out of the side of your mouth about how much you trust us. And I know he means that. And I'm going to be honest with you. He has stuck up. He has stuck up for me in other cases where I've been getting hammered for other things even before this. Um, he was a friend. He is a friend and he still is. And so I could say this truth and still mean it that I wish him the best. And I consider him a friend and I don't think he's a bad person. I think he's a great person and he's got a great heart. And but I don't like how it was handled. And I think he did him. And this is OK, because this is his choice. But I think he did himself a huge disservice personally for how he handled it. But now, if on principle, that's how he feels and that's his decision. 
he has a right to but it. you know what so imagine this imagine when garrett comes back out right when he comes out and he's ready to start playing again mm-hmm. how is he going to be able to handle the pressure because no matter where he goes the know. trolling is going to be so massive and let's face it if you are playing poker against garrett and you go like this and you see jack four what's the first thought going through your mind oh, i want to and stack yeah, that guy know. with Jack Four. Yeah. He's so you know what he's got to he's got to even think about that whenever he comes back out and is ready to play again because he's going to be a target for a lot of people after all that and hopefully he cannot let it affect him and he can go back to just being who he was. Well, he may, he, was fun he to may watch. not know this and and it's fine, but there are a lot of players, a lot, not just like one or two, that didn't care for uh, the leaning into the negativity towards our show by just the implication and they don't want to play with him. Yeah. That's the truth. That's sad. I can see that. And that's sad because there are some people that said, if he comes back, I'm not playing. And, and it's not just like Nick Airball who had a beef with him. It's not just this guy. It's a lot of guys that would like shock you. And that's our feedback. And we didn't ask for that feedback because we haven't even crossed that bridge. He's never, we hasn't asked to come back. We haven't asked him. We don't know what he's doing. And so this is, it's, you know what DQ, it's just an unfortunate Very thing much so. because yeah. it's like, God, fuck. Like I, I wish that Garrett wasn't going through that. Like I legitimately, if I had a magic wand, not just for me, for him, I would do that for Robbie. I don't know what I would do because I think she might like it. So like, oh, I, I yeah, believe she does. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, so whatever, she's fine. Maybe she's not, I don't know. But like, if she's innocent, which she might probably be, that still sucks that you have to go through that. But again, I somehow, I think this has worked out for her for plus EV and, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, but like so many people, like I say, like Lauren, my dealer and this one and that one and Billy, and these are good well, people. Like they got hurt. They got hurt really bad. You know? And you know, and, and, and the wrong people. So when you start talking about Lauren, you start talking about the dealers and Billy, people who had nothing to do with it. Billy wasn't even in the damn place. I mean, just, just to have yeah. to have people come back and, and, and hurt people. That was the part that was, was disappointing for me. Yeah. You know, I got asked a lot. Hey, we want to see you on the Friday game with Garrett. I'm like, y'all are out of your goddamn minds. I'm a punter. I'm not playing with these guys. These guys are real people playing. Yeah. You know, and I enjoyed, I mean, like everyone else, I'm a fan. So I tuned in to watch Garrett crush. Mm-hmm. I tune in to watch Andy Stacks and him go at it. I tune in for these people. Yeah. And so when when that's taken away from me, yeah. I get upset because it's like, damn, you you guys took this shit away from me. And, and I enjoyed this. Like, it's like watching your favorite TV show, and then all of a sudden they just decide to cancel it for no reason, and you get all pissed off. Yeah. That's kind of what happened over there yeah. for me. And so I really hope that Garrett comes back out of this. I hope he's able to, I don't know if he's got to hire a PR firm or whatever else, but I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back strong, and I hope he's able to put this behind him. Behind him. Um, all I'm going to say is this. We are going to do, like he will, what is best for us. Of course. We're never going to do what's best for him because he does what's best for him. But with that said... I wish him, no matter what he does, whether it's on our show, not on our show, on someone else, in life, quit poker, I wish him the best. I think he's a good person. He's got a wonderful wife. He, I don't know if he's already had his baby or he's having it. Nice. I hope it's like perfect. And, yep. and, and, I, and I honestly, no bullshit, even though I feel the way I feel, wish him the best. And I will tell people out there, if you don't think so, Garrett is a very good person. He has a good heart. And, um, and But the other things I said are true, and I believe them. That's it. That's the two things could be true, right? 100%. Yeah. All right, man. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Do you have any other questions for me? Do you want to leave the people with a statement? I mean, you, you, I'm going to give you the mic, and then we're going we're gonna to close it out. All right. So the last thing I, you know, I think I'll talk about is what I get asked about the most. Okay. My chair. 
I oh, can ask we, for yeah. the chair all Yeah, the yeah, time. we have your chair. That's your part yes, of the family. We have it at our place. Yeah, I do, and I have my chair at several different places. Yeah. It's one of those requirements that I have to go play, and even though Billy likes to sexualize my chair, and I, I don't know what kind of creepy stuff he does with it when I'm not around, but yeah, it's I, pretty I, bad. I've had to clean stains off it, so I know Billy's doing something yeah, with my chair. There's some stuff that's not coming out, yeah, but I don't think okay. his girlfriend knows that he's having an affair. But with I, the chair? I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely is. That's right. But uh, people, people don't realize why I have a chair. So a um, little background, uh, I've had cancer a few times. And I beat cancer. A few times? Yep. What kind? Colon. Oh, shit. Yep. And so um, for those people who don't know, when you are under the age of 40 and you get colon cancer, your doctor tells you it's like a one in four million chance of ever happening. Um, and so it's like winning the lottery. I took one for over three million men uh, by having it. Thank you. And so uh, when that first happened in 2008, uh, I had issues and stuff and it, it, it caused a lot of pain and stuff down below. And so when I would go play cards, I would take a pillow with me. Um, and I would take the pill off my bed and I would have to put it behind my back or sit on it or whatever else just for pure comfort. And I have been doing that ever since 2008 um, because it kept coming back and I didn't really have much of a choice. And mm. then when I start playing in card houses, I would bring my pillow to the card house mm. and people were laughing at me and they were just like, what are you going to do? You got to sleep here. You're going to do this and the other. And people who knew who I was go, dude, don't leave do that alone. Yeah. You don't, you don't know what's going on there. Yeah. And so um, I was hosting one of the bigger games at Rounders owners are really great to go what can we do for you and i go I, I could really use my own chair because you know i'm not going to ask you to change all your chairs in your card room but they suck and so they said sure so they helped buy me a chair and we brought the chair out there and then as i started playing at the lodge i would pack that damn thing up and i would drive it all the way up there and then i'm like look i'm not doing this anymore if you guys want me to play you gotta have a chair and so everywhere i go i've got a chair the same thing i told ryan look if you want me to play i gotta have a chair ryan goes okay and so the chair stays here it's i see not it every time with i'm me. there yeah and um but what people don't realize is that it has to be there for comfort now the reality is you you do have the best chairs um bar none especially for the uh for the live stream over there so i don't need the chair for that mm. but it's become just kind of like my thing your so thing yeah i yeah. have to have it regardless nice. of it and we did it last yesterday when we did the meetup game and whatever yeah. else but for most places they don't i have to have it for the pure comfort uh, for people who don't know, if you don't watch, I fidget a lot. I move around a lot. It's because it's uncomfortable for me. So before people laugh or think it's narcissistic or whatever else, it's because I hurt at times and I, I need to have it. Well, we're here to cover your ass. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's good. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. Are you good? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I had a scare last year, but it was nothing. So, but so you're good. I'm good. Yep. All right, I'm very happy. I'm very while, happy so to hear very... that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and you know, I think that's what changed about me. That's why I don't mind giving away a lot. That's why I don't mind doing things for charity. I don't mind punting off or whatever else, and I give back to others. For me, life, life is, is short, short. And I don't know when or how long or where I have. And so I want to make sure that before I leave, I give as much back to the community, to people, um, and that I embrace everything, which is why well, I have such a positive attitude. Yeah. Everything. Well, DQ, I'm glad I got to know you. Uh, I'm glad you trolled me. You're a good man. Yeah, you got us. Be, out of me at first. Uh, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I let you play. And uh, no, seriously, I'm glad you're yeah. part of our family at uh, HCL. Me too. And uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. This is the Nick Fertucci show. I am Nick Fertucci, and that is DQ NV out. Yeah, yeah, I'll just do one right now. You ready? Guys, I've said this before. If you love this show, even if you like this show and you want it to continue, understand that it really helps for likes and subscriptions. If you are watching this show on the regular basis, I'm asking you to sub right now. It helps the show. It helps me keep the show going. And if you're watching this episode and you love what you saw from our man DQ, please hit the like button. Appreciate it.